Hello, world. What's going on with you? Hopefully you had a great Thanksgiving. If you're in the United States, if you're outside the United States, hopefully you had a good week. Uh, We're making this very weird transition now for the awkward four weeks um, of, you know, Christmas. It's on the way. So now you got to rush and struggle and get your Black Friday deals. Hopefully you got those. Um, And you know what? Now on to spend more money and buy Christmas presents. But it's okay. Because we love the people we do that for, right? Right. Anyway, um, as always, you can definitely support our podcast by um, going to the show link at the very bottom of the description of this episode, uh, any episode, um, anchor.fm slash random thoughts hour slash support. I don't know why I said slash. Couldn't speak. Slash support. Uh, So anchor.fm slash random thoughts hour slash support. Uh, You can donate as little as 99 cents or as much as $10 a month to our lovely podcast to help us keep growing and keep on moving. Okay. Um, Yeah, there you go. Anyway, on this episode, I am joined by my brother, my friend. Um, This was a long time coming. He's been on the podcast before making his triumphant return. Uh, And you know what? It was a really good conversation. Hopefully you get as much from it as we both got from each other out of it. I know that's a weird way to say that sentence, but I couldn't think of any other way. Anyway, uh, hopefully you enjoy this episode with my friend and my brother, Mac McFarlane. Do you ever wake up in the morning and the first thing you do when you get out of bed is turn on a podcast? No, me either. But you probably might consider that after doing this. Stitcher Premium is a service in which you get bonus episodes of some of your favorite podcasts. Mark Maron's podcast, or Comedy Bang Bang, How Did This Get Made, or one of my personal favorites, The Office Ladies. Uh, If you like true crime, which a lot of people like these true crime podcasts, and I don't know why. I don't understand it. I don't understand the obsession with it. But you know what? That's all good. Um, My favorite murder is on there. And you get bonus episodes of LeVar Burton Reads, if you like books like I do. We talk about it when I talk about Stitcher. I'm sorry, when I talk about Audible. But this is not about Audible. This is about Stitcher Premium. Um, and you get access to so much stuff. Anyway, Stitcher Premium is a bonus is a subscriber service that allows bonus episodes, exclusive shows, and ad-free listening. Ad-free listening is important because you don't have to listen to me ramble on about this stuff. Uh, all you gotta do is just go to stitcherpremium.com slash uh, premium. I'm sorry, stitcher.com slash premium today to sign up. And you gotta do it on a website. You insert the promo code uh, random thoughts and you get one month free. And you know what? It's only $4.99 a month. Do you know how much you could, you know how little that is? That's like a couple, that's like a Starbucks. For one cup of Starbucks, you could literally get ad-free listening on Stitcher Premium. $34.99 for an entire year. Can't beat that. That's like a t-shirt. Just don't buy that t-shirt. Just don't buy that uh, video game. Buy Stitcher Premium. Get some ad-free listening. I promise you, you will not regret it. All you, get in, all you gotta do is go to stitcher.com slash premium and insert the promo code at checkout. Random thoughts for one month free. Oh, my God.
the return of the Mac once okay, again. That's my boy. That's Mac. If you don't know, what's going on, guys? Hey, you know, you got it, brother. What's going on with you, man? Man, it's like just living the dream, man. Just trying to be better under quarantine, man. <laughs> Dude, I I told my friend Courtney Henderson this every time. Black people say, "Man, you know, I'm trying to be like you." That's like that's like our greeting. That is yeah. our. It's like, dude, I'm doing the. I've resorted now to not saying that. I say, doing the best that I can, man. The best Brother, that I can. I just, I just see the good in other people, and it's like, man, look, I'm just trying to be like you. That you know what I'm saying? <laughs> At the end of the day, that's what it is. I'm trying to be like you, but see, what yeah. if? But see, man, that's the trippy part. What if that person is a horror and horrible individual? Yeah, or they're just philandering around on their wife, or they're uh, philandering. I mean, or they're just murdering children <laughs> left and right. I mean, you don't know. I don't want to be. I don't want to be like. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I need to change that. Be like, I'm. I'm trying. That's why I started saying I'm trying to be the best that I. I'm. Just, I'm doing my very best. Just I am. You know what I'm saying? Just wasting time, just killing. Man, I want to be like that, man. I want to be. I don't see because you don't know, man. People be doing some like undercover stuff, man. Bro, you you have no, yes, you're right. But you don't you don't right. ever know. That's the terrible thing. Like you could you could say it, but then you never ever know what somebody's gonna be doing. And it's then just, they start talking. Then you gotta like really listen to people, man. And you find out they in all kind of freaky shit. Like, yeah, I don't I don't know what people. I, I I try not to like interrupt people and like get into their like business, but you can tell like when. You can you can tell by like you said like somebody's speech where they're like, you got a little suspect going on. <laughs> I mean, like last week, last week I played a clip of um of this pastor named George Pearsons. I don't know if you heard. Of, I don't know if you heard the last episode, but it was this uh, pastor. He was uh he this fool was uh he was basically saying that voter fraud is in heaven. Like the people of heaven are upset about voter. Yeah. He's upset about voter fraud. And Wait, was we, that the one that laughed hysterically? That no, that's Kenneth Copeland. That's another okay. one. But dude, I played his apology last week. Both of them, like Kenneth Copeland's apology is like, yeah, I don't want to really, I don't want to redo the bit, but yeah, that George Pearson's dude, he was, he's like, the people of heaven are crying out about nice. voter fraud in America. I was like, huh, bro? We we put. Religion and politics to they were mad. That that's what he claims. He claims that God told him. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, but see, my thing is, how do you know? Like, I don't I don't I don't trust that. I don't. It's but hard. I, oh, absolutely, man. Like I, I if we I mean if we're really talking about it, like I don't know if they really up there crooking people and whatnot. I feel like they be lying. I really do. I I mean, dude, I had a my bit. My bit about it was like people of heaven are up there, and they're like, "God, the Father, you must wait. I cannot worship you now. No, I gotta worry about America's voter fraud because that's what? more important. I mean, that's that's, that's but that's what the man made it sound like. He made it sound like there's nothing better in heaven besides worrying about America's voter fraud. And then, since we're talking about politics, earlier today, I saw that. During Joe Biden's inauguration, old President 45 is going to be not at the inauguration, but he's going to be planning a separate event somewhere else talking about his announcing his candidacy for 2024. 
Like, bro. Wait, wait, what? He's going to run for that's, president again? That's what I saw on some, I was reading the news. Wait, earlier. what? That's what I saw, bro. I, uh, I don't understand it at all, but, you know, it's not for me to understand, right? What is what 2020, man? Trump, Trump is gonna run again. Wait, let's just talk about Trump is gonna run. There's a good chance Trump runs again. That that's what they say. So I mean, that's that's what they think. Or it could be Ivanka Trump. You know, doesn't have to be Donald Trump. Nah, boy, Ivanka. Hell, nah. <laughs> she don't like Christmas. They not finna let that happen. You're thinking that's Melania. I'm, I'm sorry. They one of the same. Uh, but yeah, she, are they? Because they're not even really related. They don't look they one in the same. They don't look the same. Alike. If you if, if you follow Trump, you one in the same. That's it, it's. I don't really know how else to like. I see the 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 blinders on um, yeah. when I see Donald Trump Jr. talk with his red eyes. <laughs> <laughs> he, he be blasted the whole time he on CNN or on Fox. You know, he blasted it. CNN Trump a Trump. I mean, on I know, CNN? I mean Fox is on oh, Fox. And and I just see how they, how they how they talk. Bro, you gotta have some blinders on, man. If you follow like that, you gotta have blinders on. During I, the I, yeah, during the I mean, I don't know about in your neighborhood, but in my neighborhood, my neighborhood was riddled with Trump signs during the election season. And that for, was tough, huh? That was tough. They had to be tough. Uh, not really. I mean, my neighbors are for the for the most part they're they're chill for the most part. I mean, they don't mm. bother they don't bother me. We laugh. I mean, obviously, before the pandemic, we would laugh, joke, you know, stand outside, drink a beer, whatever, uh, for the most part. But, you know, now they still do that. And I'm like, I'm not trying to get COVID. I'm not trying to die. Yeah. Um, so that's, I'm good. That's That's been another thing I've really been seeing, man. Like the non-maskers. Like, I, I understand how important it is to like, wear this mask. And I feel like I'm washing hands every 30 seconds like that, bro. It's, it's chaotic, man. I feel like I'll wash, we'll get something from like Walmart or something like that. And I feel like I'm over there washing at least four times, at least yeah. four times. I thoroughly scrub the product at least four times before I even put it in the cupboard. And then when I touch it, I'm like, ah, the boy's here. Let me move my hands. <laughs> and I'm like, bro, this is so much, man. Yeah. Oh man. See y'all wash, you wash them. I just put some Lysol on it and you know, Spray it, wipe it. I do that with everything. Even even packages that come to the house. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like Amazon has been like my best friend here lately. It sucks. But uh, yeah, I'm wiping down boxes with lights off. Yeah, we've been doing it. See, my but see the thing is, I've learned that if I just instead of just sanitizing and wasting it on the box, if I could just like get like a glove or a paper towel and then just hold it down, rip the package open. And then pull whatever I bought out and then sanitize that and then throw the box in the garage and leave it there for like a couple of days <laughs> and then take it out to the recycling. Right. Now we're talking about something else. So now we're good. I, safe I, I think my wife. My God bless wife your, God bless your wife. Is the one that's she she good with it, though, man. I feel like we've been straight this whole time. I've really been in quarantine since uh I want to say like March. I probably jumped out like a couple times, but I've been in here. You see this? You see this? This is real, boy. This is, this, you know I don't do that. I mean, so I, it, yeah, I've been here for a while, man. And, you gotta and learn, it's you gotta learn to cut your own hair, bro. You, hey, we not even finna do that. I'm not finna fuck myself up walking around here looking crazy. Hey, that's what I do. I cut my own hair. 
You and I look and I was like, yo, my man got a fade. Did he go out? It's, like, it's nah. It's not. It's not faded now because it's been like two weeks. But Frank, I wish I could do that. I wish practice. That's I'm scared, I man. I'm scared. I have my ass walking around here looking like Lovecraft. Hey, I, I don't. You know the the one. Never seen the show. Two. You told me to watch the show. Never did. Uh, <laughs> but two. Now is the best time to do it, man. Because who's gonna see you? I don't know, man. Because I think I don't know. I'm just, I'm just, I'm really, I itch myself up, but I don't think I like. <laughs> I don't think I can. Dude, I'm, dude, the the worst you could do is then just taper it all the way down and just like Bro, start over. This Again. shit gonna be like a '90s chili bowl. This <laughs> shit gonna be ugly as hell, boy. Oh God! I, I mean, no, what's I mean, what's the what's the worst that could? I mean, the worst that I've ever done is that the line was all jacked up, and I had to go up some more, and then my head just looked unnatural for no, a couple no, weeks. Man. I couldn't do that. I'd be scared. I'm mess up everything. I already feel like my hair gonna fall out. I don't know. I feel like that. I don't know. Just getting older, you think about certain shit. I'm like, I, I don't, you know what? I don't even think about. A lot of a lot of the men in my family, my uncles, they have like ball patches, and you know yeah, they they still they still hanging on to the hair though. I'm and my about my dad, my dad personally has like a full head of hair, and he's the only one that has a full head of hair out of his brothers. So I'm like, is oh, he the okay. youngest? Nah, he's the he's the fifth youngest. Wow. There's six of them. But I don't know, y'all got y'all got good hair and shit. You know what I'm saying? I ain't saying mine horrible, but y'all got. They all had good hair too. They all lost it. I don't know if it was due to stress or what, but they all, I mean, because my dad is not stressed whatsoever and he has full head of hair. So, you think, you think stress really starts with the falling out of hair? I have no idea. Maybe. I mean, I, I can see how, like, I look at my, I look at all my other uncles and I see all the things that they did and like the professions mm. that they work in or worked in. Um, and yeah. You know, them plus mix of personal life stuff. Yeah, I, I can see how stress could be a big factor of, um, of that. Mm. My dad, I mean, if if my dad was stressed as a as a young adult, like a young thirty something when we first came along, then, you know, I I didn't <laughs> notice it. I didn't even notice it when I was a kid. Like he didn't seem very stressed, you know. But I mean, that's the, that's the weird thing about about she parents is. now. Well, it's the weird thing about I've been having this like my parents are getting to that point where they're about to retire or have retired. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's this weird thing. Like I look at somebody like my like, let's take my dad. He's worked for the company that he works for for probably it's been sold a couple of times. So 30, 40 years. Wow. And no, I'll say 30 years. I think 30. 30, So for 30 years, the whole time I've been alive, he's worked for the same company Mm -hmm. and you know, now that he's retired, what does he do? When I was a kid, there was no interest happening. Like you have music. I have the podcast. I have photography. Like I have things to keep my mind moving, but my dad never had that. So no interest. It was never. If, really I mean, that. if he never showed any, mm, that's I mean, if, okay. if he, if he did, he never really talked about it, which would be a shock to me. Cause you know, even now on the weekends, you know, he, he does his volunteering you know, which takes up a lot of time. Oh, that's deep. Okay. Um, but it's not like, you know, it's not like you have like that go-to thing. Like, oh, I'm always interested in cooking. Like we were talking earlier about mm-hmm. cooking and we can talk about that later. Um, right. But like, he just doesn't, ha- he didn't have that. So, you know, 
you work for 30 years and you have this kind of amorphous uh, life and then it just kind of stops after you're done working. You're eight hours a day for 30 years and you're like, okay, now what? Wow, man. Yeah. I would do so much with that time. Now that I've like with with this whole quarantine and having like all this time, it's so much stuff that I I really been thinking about like getting into psychology. Definitely trying to really understand people. I think I really wanted to you know dive into that. Um, now that I see college in a different sense, yeah, school may be a good route for me. So um, I think I always have like a busy mind. I'm a Pisces, so I always have like a busy mind. I'm always in my head, man. I'm always thinking. Um, just how to keep myself busy and like, what's the next. So even having this time on the quarantine, but I've been doing like some deep, deep diving on like growing growth has been so important under this quarantine. So it's like to, to, to work for a company for 30 years and then bam. Yeah. And then the next day you're like, what the hell do I do? <laughs> I make a cheese sandwich in this bitch. You know, it, it's, I ain't got nothing to do. You have no hobbies. You just, you worked. That was, you devoted and invest. Like, shouts out to that man. Though, yeah. Man. man, get that man. Have him watch The Queen's Gambit on Netflix and get that man a chess set. A chess yeah. set. Well, they sold out. All they, the chess books sold out. Are they really? They ha- he has chess set. Because his father was very into chess. My grandfather was very into chess. And really? now my daughter's into chess. My oldest daughter, she's in her uh, at her school. She's in the chess club. Why well, can't yeah. grass on that one, boy? Oh, thanks, man. That's not. I didn't do anything. She no, she I'm did it because, well. She see because she's a because she's an angel. She goes, uh, Daddy, I joined the chess club uh, to honor to honor Papa. It's like what? There it is, right? She's there. like That's you the- just got. She hadn't seen the Queen's Gambit. She just did this out of her own volition. I'm like. Really, I see you, girl. I'm you doing you doing girl. something right? You know what I'm saying? Like they seen it, you know? oh, dude. I go back and forth. I I was having this conversation with somebody yesterday. I at times feel as if I'm a very poor father. I think we all feel like that. Like I have I'm, boys, and, and I, I feel girls. like that. And I have girls, and I'm like, it was. It's, maybe it's different being like a girl dad versus a boy dad. I mean, a boy dad. I mean, you. Your your wife probably struggles with trying to understand because there's so much testosterone in the house. And I'd be like, ah, right, let let they little ass fight. See, but see me, I'm a here. There's a good bunch of estrogen in my house, and I'm like, I don't understand it because I don't have that. Like my like they the other day they were arguing and just kind of you know they're bickering about what someone can watch on the TV. Oh um, yeah, that's that's priority. Yeah, right? I'm sure. <laughs> Like who's who's playing on the switch? Are you got the switch? No, I got the switch. You get the TV. Like I don't want to watch TV. Everybody has the same issue. And it's like okay, but like but then it's like trying to understand. It's like understanding like females, and I'm like I right. I don't understand. I have I have I don't women. women. You gonna say that? You gonna say that on? You gonna say it? Yeah, because I don't I don't like you know. It's just not my natural my natural mind does not say hey. You understand women. It's it's just not me. I just See, don't. Uh, oh man, you got two. Got yeah. Two girls, two different personalities. The 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 struggles in, in that like really like my wife just helped me with the the whole I, I, I jumped on the whole Pisces thing because that that has really helped me a lot, kind of really identify who I am. And I'm like, all right, well, if it helps me identify more with 
other Pisces. Like, why do we do things that we do? She get she. I think it was. Uh, I forget the website. I, I sent it to you, but um, it, it 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 did a breakdown of your sign, and it talks about what you're destined to be. As crazy as it may seem, it just talks about like the traits, the attributes, and things like that that most of your sign may have. And then it talks about celebrities, so you can kind of identify. And it was it was it was that, that really helped. And then we started using it on the boys. Mm. to try to figure out they five, you know, right. they don't really know how to say certain things. So um, we needed some type of cheat code, you know, like what are y'all on? They going to fight. They going to mm. fight for the rest of their life is what I got from that. It's the twins. Yeah. That's most, that must be weird having two twins and they have completely different personalities. Right. It's, it's, you know, you, the whole time you, you, I mean, you you see movies and stuff like, it's not like that. It's not like that. <laughs> it's not, the. it's not, it's not the twin movie. Th- the the weird thing for me, man, that I've noticed with the little twin energy, they know when each other is peeing. What? They talk, like, they'll know. <laughs> They're not even in the same room. Yeah. And they will tell me, oh, I think he's peeing. Oh, know that. <laughs> That's a twin ESP, man. It's, it's weird. They, and they do that. And, and I hear, like, I try to really pay attention to the five-year-old dialect. Because when you listen, you you like, oh, y'all talk, you, y'all do that, y'all know yeah. what each other's doing. And it's so weird because you can see that. That's the only thing where I'm like, all right, okay, cool. But other than that, they're two different people. That's, two different. that's crazy. Like They just look alike. Dude, I, right? <laughs> twins um right. i don't i don't personally pers- uh, subscribe to the whole like you know i'm a you know i'm a blah blah i'm a sagittarius i'm a virgo <laughs> or what I, that's just not me i didn't either i didn't either mind you this is new so my friend i don't remember i don't remember who got me oh my friend courtney uh got me on this app called the pattern you ever heard of it no you always put me on like good apps and <laughs> what's new. I always like check you out because I'm like, bro, I don't even know what he be on. But he be knowing any hey, goddamn thing. Let me learn. I don't, shit. So. I don't. I don't know. I don't know a lot of things, but the things that I do know, I you know, they're cool. Uh, you should download yeah. it. It's called the Pattern. I'll send it to you. Um, but yeah, man, okay. you just type in your birthday where you were born, and it's pretty accurate, man. It'll tell you like your sign, like um. It, like your changing of power, like your timing, what the timing things look like. It's right. pretty cool. Um, but yeah, man, I just, the whole sign thing. It's never been your thing. Mm-mm. I, I think it's been off and on, man. I think like my whole life, I've like been, I knew of it, but I didn't really dive into it. I just thought it was like some weird invisible midgets following you around and whatnot. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty, it seems pretty accurate. You know, what's even more accurate. You ever heard of the Enneagram? No, that sounds familiar though. You need to do. I I think that uh, oh, Adam Roy, uh, Adam Roy told me to, how to how to say it. Oh, because I was just call it enneagram. I think it's called enneagram. Okay. Yeah, you should uh, you should look into doing that. That to me, I did that. I'm a three on the enneagram scale. Oh, the number. Oh, yeah. I do. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. That yeah. to me is wow. more accurate because it actually like it. I'm like, okay. Cause I see myself like uh I see myself in it. Let's see. I saw I saw something about it earlier today. Hold on. 
Let's... I um I listened to Eric Thomas and he talked about the numbers and I really I didn't understand that that uh that, that motivational speech he was the that really pretty much like the reference but when he got into it I started kind of understanding like how he was identifying himself and he was like I'm a like I'm a strong I think he said I'm a strong five or something he was saying how he was yeah. a, I think it was a strong five and how he was like my daughter's a three and I had to know how to talk to her yeah because it... we on different way and I was like oh wow. I don't know what am I a negative? I don't know what number I am. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, negative thirteen. Okay. So like this, I saw someone posted this today. It was basically um, it's on Instagram. Enneagram space is the handle. Um, it says in a relationship with a type, and it gives you the number. And so like for a three, like because I'm a three, it says like encourage the type three to slow down because you know, okay. Remind them that they are more than what they do or accomplish and take delight in them as a separate being from their achievements. I put a, hmm. I can say, I can say, cause I put a whole lot of focus into, um, into my achievements being like being everything that I do. Like, cool. My podcast, mm-hmm. it ain't got the numbers that I want. I got to keep grinding. I keep, keep doing more, blah, blah, blah. And that's always at the detriment of some other aspect of my life. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, but I never slow down. It's it's all I think about. Same thing when it comes to like my, my photography business. I'm like, all right, cool. I want to get to, I want to shoot Travis Kelsey uh, from the Kansas City Chiefs. All right, cool. I know somebody who knows him. How do I make this happen? You know, it's just then my mind starts working. And then, but again, it's at the detriment like, oh, you don't, I I was not a good dad today because, you know, I spent my whole day trying to figure out how to approach so-and-so about, you know, shooting Travis Kelsey. Mm. Um, So any, like what I've learned from uh, Eric Thomas was that I know that you have to be obsessed with what you do, right? It's, you, you have to be obsessed. And I think like with that, just speaking to your number, that's your craft. That's your, that's your other baby that you created. You know what I'm saying? So I understand like sometimes you devote that time in there and something may, something may stop like the whole um, reaching out, seeing that if you could reach out to him, you'll do that all day. Try to get that started. Try to, you know what I'm saying? Get that, that momentum, trying to get some direction into that to lead to possibly shooting this person. So it's, it's, that's draining sometimes though, man. That, that's how I feel about when it comes to doing and booking some of the guests on the podcast. Like there's people I want, like I want, I personally want Dr. Rachel Clark uh, from the NHS over in London to be on the podcast. Wow. Uh, why are we reaching? Why are we, why are we reaching? Why her? Well, uh, she wrote yeah. a, she's just wrote a, she wrote a new book. It's called, uh, I think it's called breakthrough. Um, hold on. I just, I just bought it. It comes out in January, right. but she has um, she has another book. Uh, let's see, her new book is her first or second book was called Dear Life. Basically, she's a doctor. Uh, the Dear Life book is about processing death in like people with Alzheimer's because my grandparents had it, um, and I'm you know, deathly scared of it. But it's it's a that's a good book about that. But her new book, uh, I believe, it really is called Breakthrough. Uh, what was her name? Rachel Clark. R A C H E L Clark. You know what? I could do this on the computer. I got it. No, I got it. I got it. Okay. 
And I mean, I didn't, I didn't know that. Like my mom is currently like dealing with that. And that uh, has been a, um, that's, that's been an adjustment, man. Oh, that's been a, and I think that's why I got into like psychology because I wanted to know um, when did, when it started. Yeah. Kind of go back into the past and try to understand like, you know, and so uh, she never talked about it. Oh, sure. And, and I had to like pay attention to the repetition of how she would move in order to understand like, oh, something's not right. Yeah. And they later diagnosed her with that. And then I, I think I, I'm one, I'm a one percenter. I live on that one percent. I feel that there's a possibility sure. for any fucking thing to happen, right? Yeah. So that's usually right here in my head. So I'm like, yo, at one percent, you should probably pull through. Yeah. Um, but I felt that at that moment when she found out that she was diagnosed, it just went downhill. And I was like, wow, the mind works like somebody could tell you that you're sick. Mm-hmm. I just find it crazy, man. I really find it crazy. And I feel that the mind is the strongest medicine that we got. And I feel like once you lose that, once you lost that, it was no, it was no getting back. And I I had no idea what that disease was. And then when it hit me and I started researching, I was like, Oh wow, man. Yeah. That's uh, dude, I'm sorry about your mom. One, two, the book is called uh, breathtaking. Not whatever I said. Uh, It's called breathtaking. It's a, that in, not not to change subject, but that's books about COVID since she's dealing frontline COVID. It's about what she sees, like the truth of what she sees. Um, so oh, she's that, writing, writing. Yeah, she's like, yeah. And then her first book, it's called Dear Life. Uh, that's what I'm looking at now. A doctor's story of love and loss. Um, but yeah, so going to read that as soon as it comes tomorrow. Uh, so as soon as I get that, I'll read it. And uh, yeah, okay. Now, back to your mom. Uh I I agree with you. The mind is a very powerful thing with respect to that's maybe one reason why I don't go to a doctor. Like I don't want my, I don't want somebody now. I, Come I mean, on, Western I'm, medicine. Come on. Yeah, well, yeah, but see in my, see my mind is very strong. Like I am a strong willed person and I, it takes a lot and I'm stubborn. There's, there's a lot of crazy things about me, which are, you know, they can be positive. <laughs> they can be positive. They can be negative. Right, 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 right. But me, I cannot deal with someone either saying something super negative to me, like, Oh, you're stupid. Oh, you're a fucking retard. You know, stuff like that. I kind of, I don't harp on it. I let it go through one ear out the other, but every now and again, I'll re- I'll pull it up because I'm a very spiteful person, which is a, again a very mm. negative thing, and I'm trying to be better through therapy. Okay. Um, but like I will hold on to grudges like really bad for real. Like really? yeah, dude. I have I have a I had a grudge up until January. I think it was January or February. I had a grudge for ten years with my friend. Like this is a dude I grew up with. Like, a friend. Yeah, like he like was a real a friend. friend. Yeah, like okay. from, from. I mean, like we're we're still cool now, but I mean, like I, like long story short, when I had my oldest daughter, I was playing in my church band, and I had been playing in the band for three years. Everybody found out clearly because you know, kid. Um, then they had him come to my job and then kick me out the band at my job instead of a phone call, a text, like, hey, oh, can you uh, come up here? He came to my job, made me sign a piece of paper uh, that the church had prepared saying, like, 
you understand why we're kicking you out. We need you to play through October and then, you know, you're dismissed. And like that hurt because like that again at that time it was somebody taking something that was before photography. So that was my love. They took it from me. And um and yeah, I held on to that till that was two thousand eight. Yeah, so two thousand eight to twenty twenty. 12 years. And I mean, I, I would not speak to him. Um, you know, something happened with his, with one of his family members, um, his, his wife's brother. I, I, I sent him, you know, my condolences. I, you know, I said I was sorry, but that was it, you know, Hey man, sorry. Right. And that was it. It wasn't until like something else like really good happened. And I was, I sent a message and then he was like, and then we started like talking. Then we went to lunch and had like a four hour lunch at Shake Shack, you know, yeah. just, just, you know, keeping up. And I was like, okay, I can let this go. <clears throat> wow. I didn't want to go here. Communication is very needed, man. And, and you realize how important, like 10 years though, fam, 12, you said 12, yeah, right? It's 12. 12 years, man. I, I just never been one to like hold grudges because I know how instant, like I value life so much. Oh yeah. I've never really talked. I've never just talked about this. Like I value life so much, man. And I understand. Um there's something. Oh, that was you. Oh, yeah. Okay. Keep going. Um, and I understand how one could easily be gone the next day. Right. Twelve years is a long time, man. Like, if you ever loved anybody, I understand. Like, what? Like, y'all tell your people you love them and things like that. Sure. Like, I got friends. I consider you a friend, man. I, I got friends that I know I don't talk to every day. Life has, you know, been crazy, but it's like my my. I want nothing but success and the best for like my friends, the people that I consider friends. I want y'all to succeed, and I've always felt like that. And I think like sometimes, man, that should need to be said. Like from the heart, you can't just say it. Like you gotta really know. Like, look, I want you to succeed. I want the podcast to succeed. Yeah. I want your first time. Like, I genuinely, I've always felt like this. So, it was, it was always hard for me to like feel a certain way because my positive was so much, man. I, I, I always tell Laura, like where I grew up. I grew up in South Dallas, and um, I love South Dallas, bro. But that shit was, it was crazy. Sure. It, it was, it was fucking crazy. And I, I'm like, bro, why am I just like walking around in these streets? In the hood, just with the partners, with the homies and shit, the OGs and shit. Right. It never happened to me, man. Nothing ever happened to me. And I I, I thank God for that because right around the corner, anything can happen. It's like, bro, I, went to, I went to school with homie. And mm-hmm. they said he just got got up the street and shit. I'm just like, bro, it, it's, it can happen so fast. So yeah. I try not to hold grudges, man. I try to have an open mind. I try to understand that my perspective is not the only perspective. Right. That's the hardest piece. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I, because a lot of people don't step in those shoes. They yeah. don't, man. And I hate to go back to politics, but that's why we're right at half. Oh, sure. That's the reason why we're right at half. Because we're not taking out the time to like put ourselves in other people's shoes and like really understand. So it's like, bro, I cherish the friends that I have. Yeah. I don't want things to, you know, happen to you guys. I know we got families. I know, you know what I'm saying? We're trying to succeed in such a difficult time. And it's like, 
that time wasted, man. If anything, it's like, bro, how can that person, how can you utilize that person and how can you help that person rather than, all right, let me go 12 years and I'll talk to that person knowing damn well that in the back of my mind, I probably needed them for something. That's just hard, man. I would never want that to happen to you and I. I would never want that to happen to like Marcus. You know what I'm saying? Like I would never want that much time with it's like, bro, these are great people. Right. You need all good people in your life because it's half of the motherfuckers. Oh, yeah. Are not for you. See, the thing is, here I'll tell you a very sad story. Uh earlier this year, a friend of mine, it was during the quarantine. Um, again, somebody I, I held a grudge against them for something. Some uh minus I mean, maybe minuscule. To me, right. it, to me, it was large, but oh, if you look back, it was probably very minuscule. And um, and unfortunately, they passed away this year from a, a really, a really bad, um, act like a car accident. And sorry about that, man. Uh, it's all good. But see, I did not for I never because because of something that happened. I never forgave them. Never forgave their ex wife either. And. Uh, Still, I, I even to this day, he's he's passed away. He's gone, and I know this is wrong, but I am still angry about it. You have feelings, bro. Like and it's we, like we talk, you got damn, oh, sure. dude. And, and I, I'm see, this is gonna this is gonna make me sound like a real asshole, a real one. But I decided. Like I, I didn't attend the funeral because of this was like early on in the pandemic and not many people knew what was going on. Right. And so then, you know, mask orders weren't really there. So I, I didn't feel comfortable going, you know, right. Cause right. You know, people were like, I'm, you know, I'm not going to wear a mask. That's dumb. Anyway. Yeah. Um, let's be coughing. Right. Uh, but there, I mean, there was a live stream of the funeral. Anyway. Um, I wasn't going because I was sad because, you know, this guy, who was my friend passed away in the back of my mind. And I'm so sorry to his Say family, that. Say that. but in my back of my mind, I wanted to go out of pure spite. Like that makes me sound like a terrible person, but it's true. I wanted to go only simply to spite people because they wronged me. And I mm. wanted to just go and just be so terrible. Not like what? not like aggressively terrible, just no, 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 yeah, yeah. but just like like that sm- like that smug kind of like y'all tried to keep me down. Like you don't you may not remember it. I remember it and I ain't ever forgot it. Y'all tried to fuck with me and I'm here and I'm I'm doing better than you. I'm Damn. that it that's was how you felt. That's how I felt. In, in, Do you in think? A, wow! Wow! That's okay. Yeah. Okay. Like I don't talk. I don't talk about it often or tell people about mm-hmm. it. But like, I mean, I mean, hell, it happens. I mean, that sure. I mean, dude, you you know, at out here, this is a story that you can relate to. I'm I'm just telling on myself. <laughs> at, at Apple, when we worked at Apple together, there was there was a manager, and uh, one day me and this manager get into like a verbal shouting. I don't know if you remember this, what happened, got into a little, a verbal literal shouting match to the point where we were about to fight. Like it was that bad. I eventually let go of that. I eventually let go of it, but it took Mm -hmm. me like two years after I left, like 
to the point where I was like, where I would see where I would see his name on Instagram or on Facebook, God. and I and I'd be like, oh, I hate to. I don't want to name names, but I. <laughs> I'm dare not going to name names, but because I'm not trying to put that person on blast. But man, it was to the point where I was like, sure I know. it was to that point where I was just like, I can't stand. I uh, and I didn't want to unfriend him because you know, right, right, just right. Because like, then and that's petty, and I'm not. I'm not. They, it may be petty, but I'm not like super petty. I, I was. I was. I was like, I, I, I don't like your bitch ass, man. I, I can't stand you. So, but now I'm like, I see I'm like, hey, I celebrate you. I'm, I'm happy for you. You know, whatever you're doing. So since we're talking about pities, well, I, I, you know what? Let me let me speak <laughs> on that, though. So with, with that being said, like, I always question and I always like want to know, like, what what did you get out of that, though? What did you get out of that to show up there and to be in that energy? Like, how does that make you feel like? Did you feel better about yourself? And th- this is me seriously asking these questions. Like, did you feel better about yourself? Or was it, it was just that sure moment of, I need this. I need you to know that I am not bothered by how y'all affected me and I'm here. So, okay. Well, I'll, I'll give you the examples from both the stories. Uh, with the church band, even, like I said, even to this day, there's people in that, in that church that I still hold this same you know petty whatever spite towards because it wasn't done right it it, it was not done right sure but see the thing is okay have i forgiven them to a certain degree yes because i don't think about it i don't think about it all the time it used to consume my every thought um and i would it would be to the point where i would my whole day would be all right Every move that I make, whether it's in the stock market or whether it's like, you know, trying to better my family saving, it's all to one day go back, wow. just show up because, see, I use all the all these evil negative things that people have done to me. I use it to um, I use it as fuel right. to say to prove to myself and then go back because they'll not they'll never remember, but prove to myself that, hey. I'm. You said that I'm a loser and you said that I'm not going to wow. amount to anything. Okay, cool. I'm going to show you. One day I'm going I'm to be so successful. You'll hear people, you'll hear my name come out of people that don't know me's mouth and you're going to be like, that name sounds so familiar. Why do I know Byron? <laughs> Why do I know Byron Craig? Oh, he hosts, you know, he does X, Y, and Z. Oh, okay. Well, I knew him when he was a kid. Yeah, and then I'm going to come back one day and I'm going to show you and I'm going to be like, a man. hey. Yeah, I'm gonna come back and I'm gonna show you. Hey, fuck you. I uh I'm better. I'm I'm better than what you thought I would be, so suck it. That's the that's the Chappelle skit when he pushed him down the stairs after he had got, you know what I'm saying, famous and he went back <laughs> to the casting agent and he was like, fuck you. He had did all kinds yeah. of crazy shit, but the best one when he pushed that dude down like with the wheelchair down the stairs. Like that's gold. <laughs> that's gonna be your ass. Dude, you been a and they're gonna be old with organs and shit trying to play, and you're gonna roll their little ass down the stairs and you're gonna record it. I'm no. See, I would not be that. I mean, that sounds funny. I would not be that petty. But I just it's, it's it's to me, it's just more like, hey, you doubted me. And that, g- that gave me fuel, and it still gives me fuel when I think about it, to be like, hey, your life is 
you know, your life is cool. Yeah, I've had some missteps along the way. Yeah. Which we you all know, do. You know, sure. I mean, like, yeah, I've been divorced, you know, terrible track record in relationships. But you get better. That doesn't that none of that will take away from me being the success that I want to be. Cause one day I'm gonna I'm gonna have, you know, the best relationship. I'm gonna have the, right. the you know, I already have a good family. Uh, I'll, you know, I'll get to my dreams and then you can kiss my ass. And, uh, that's, that's just how I feel about that. And I'm like, okay, well, and like, so I, like I say, I mean, I want that success for you. Cause I, I feel like, you know what I'm saying? For someone, I, I want it for you. I want it for everybody. Yes, all all my people. To, to have somebody to fix their lips and their soul to tell you that you want to mount like, you gotta be a shitty individual, you know? And see, I never, as a, as a young person, I never thought of it that way. I never you thought of to. it. I never well, see back then. I never thought of it in the like as say, oh, this person can either clearly see something in me, and they're just jealous, or, um, or they're just a shitty person. I, I never saw it like that. I saw it like, okay, you're doubting me. Right. I'm gonna prove you wrong because okay, there will never be a day where someone can say. Byron is a loser. Right, right. Because right. I'm not gonna let it happen. Yeah, I may, you know, I may work at Chick-fil-A and, you know, maybe making, you know, ten dollars an hour. Those are steps though. Right. Those but I'm steps. saying like if I if I lost everything today, my house, my car, you know, my family, if I lost everything. Just huh? go do porn. We'll just go do porn. Oh, <laughs> uh, just slang some dick. Uh, get hey, some man. sugar mamas. Uh, you don't even get another to... PS Five. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even got to do porn, bro. You just got to do OnlyFans. Uh, nah, I just want to do porn. <laughs> hey, man, OnlyFans is like that, right? Hey, um, man, I'm gonna go to LA and do porn, but you know, nah, dude, you could just make an OnlyFans charge him. Dude, I know some. I have a friend who's made a substantial. I mean, she she is not a professional, but she has made substantial money. Enough hey man, to, that's that's enough a, to buy a house. That's a oh, it's a market. It, it's definitely a market. Um, when I first started working um, at the airline, that's when it like th- that's when I started hearing about it. And then before I knew, I was like, wait, everybody had the OnlyFans link in their Twitter, and I was like, mm. everybody on OnlyFans. I thought we was on Twitch. It's, like, what yeah. happened? It's money. It's money out there. My God, man. I'm going I'm to start. If if things get really, really bad and I lose everything, I'm going to start. You going to OnlyFan it? I'm going to foot OnlyFan it. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, I'm going to put. I'm, I'm going to just share your page, brother. I don't know if I'm. <laughs> I'm going to need um, everybody to go ahead and subscribe. Man, dude, I, uh, I, I have heard stories of the money that these, uh, these foot yeah. people make. And like, I have a, I have a friend. She was telling me. Like men, oh shit, men pay her like really good money to um to put her to do this like foot thing. Like, okay, real like I'm like wait 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 like because it ain't nothing that I don't know. So it's like a foot fetish thing I, for real, bro. That's the, why the, I said the, I do porn. I got the, a plethora of things. <laughs> the foot fetish people are uh, they're a different community. I. I don't I don't like feet like that. I think feet are nasty, but I, you know I ain't, a, I ain't a foot fetish guy. I appreciate a, a good pair of toes, you know. Uh, uh, you, you know. Oh, oh, you, you're a foot fetish guy. 
I know I just appreciate yeah, appreciation. Are. Yeah, y'all. You tra- you're trying to make me into this man. I'm not trying to make you into anything. I, there's I'm just not saying, a it's an appreciation for feet. You know, you got <laughs> You're a foot fetish guy. No, nah, man. You <laughs> look, man. <laughs> no, nah, I just like you gotta like feet. Like, no, I don't. I love, no, I, you I, don't. I love my white feet, but I know how how she is. I, I like with heels and things like that. I just I just I like that. Wait, I hold like on. That. Hold on, there's an appreciation for heels, like and then you know, feet, like when they come out, and I'm like, oh, that's like you know, so your foot look like the you know, what I'm saying it'll be you trying to make me out the I'm not anyway. doing anything, I'm simply saying, like, the appreciation for like a like her foot, like she has pretty sure. feet, got pretty sure. toes. I'm like, that word, man, <laughs> say, man. Anyway, but I, I every time like I'm gonna tell you something for real. A long time ago, man, this nigga's laughing at me. So a long time ago, like I used to always think about um boomerang. Marcus. Marcus had a thing for like the feet, and it was like I don't oh. know when I saw it. Oh, you talking about the I, dude at the Apple store? No, 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 no. Oh uh, boomerang, the Eddie Murphy movie. Oh, okay. Robin Givens and Oh, I thought uh, you were talking Campbell. about well, sorry, I thought you were talking about that dude at the at the Apple store who used Shannon who used to look at the feet. <laughs> you remember him, oh, yeah. bro? Hell yes, yeah, bro. he used to always come in at night and go to the computer, and I would go to like a Google search, and it was just nothing but feet, but toes, bro. He would come in right at like eight o'clock or something bro, like that. Looking at, I mean, last hour of the day, the same computer over there at the wall. Man, you got you got to get it in before Damn. you go to the house. My man looked at all them feet, got that image printed in his head. <laughs> like, bro, I'm gonna hit this car. I'm gonna hit this car. I'm gonna wear this bitch out. <sighs> it's them toes. I know bro. he was, man. <laughs> yeah, that I. I it ain't on that level though. That ain't that ain't where I'm at. I it's clicked fine. a couple images. <laughs> I was just saying. Neither here nor there, man. All of my business. Hey. <laughs> this thing is uh, Look, man, shout out to people who like feet. I'm just saying. I like I, the nails, the hands. That was always like a thing for me, so. Bruh, become an esthetician. Go ahead. What? An esthetician? What is that? Yeah, you know, someone who's like, you know, someone who does, works on feet and nails. Nah, I mean, I don't want to work on nobody. Feet? I don't want that. I just want to look at them. <laughs> But not like not like on no weird stuff or like, I don't know. So it's some weird fetishes out there. Like I was telling Lori about the um I was telling about the the the, the bear suits, the people that dress up in bears. Oh, furries. They, you know, and they get that she Lori from small town. Small town. I'm from the city. Don't know. Blew her mind. I when I when I first saw it, I of course I was up late. <laughs> Watching HBO or some uh, Cinemax or something, and I'm just sure. flipping through the channels, and I see these two people put on bear suits, and they they go into this little convention room, and it's just a bunch of bears, right? Like, <laughs> what are they doing yeah. though? And then she tell me like, oh, we got like little openings in the front and in the back, and I was like, oh, you just randomly putting your yeah. your bear hub in somebody. Yep. You don't even know who this person is, sure. though. All right. Bro, I don't like these exits and entries that you just, <laughs> you know, putting in my suit. Hey, bro, they nah. get them things but, custom made. Bro, like it had to be tailor fitted to your body for that hole to be right. Anyway. Yeah. 
But um, she knew nothing about that. And I was like, why do I know this so well? <laughs> I don't know. About being in my life. Uh, what have you been stuff. searching on Google lately? I, you know, my, I, I uh, uh, clear the search every now and then, <laughs> but it, it's not. Bro, all you got to do is that. just use private and then we don't have to worry about See, any of that. Working at Apple, that's how I knew y'all niggas was nasty. Because when you go to somebody's Safari and it's right on private, you dirty X in it. Anyway, so you, you're nasty. <laughs> I almost spit out that water. <laughs> <laughs> you're nasty, man. <laughs> they got fingerprints all over your phone. I'm like, ah. That's one thing I hated about about like working at Apple. Now, dude, now, recently, since this whole pandemic started, I have this... I watch movies and TV shows, and I'm like, man, there's no social distancing at all. It's weird. Like, a life without social distancing, and it's just foreign and weird. Um, and again, that's how that's how the mind works. Because like now we've all been conditioned, like, gotta yes. stay away from people. Um, right. Do you think that changes things? Like with the new normal, like going back out? Because you mean after you mean after there's a vaccine. After so right because where we are, like I said, I have been really quarantined since like March, and we're not really going outside, get everything delivered to the house and whatnot. Uh, haven't had a lot of interaction with people. Do you think that because it's over, it's forty five million people without a job? Yeah, that's a lot of people, bro. Yep. So it's a lot of people at home. There's a lot of people with some OnlyFans. A lot of people with some bear suits. <laughs> There's a lot of people at home. Sure, googling Amazon making all kinds of money. We are hermit crabs right now. Yeah. And we have to, I, I see so many people out on, on, on Instagram stories, having fun at parties. And I'm sitting here scared to cough in my own fucking house. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, do you think that we adjust again? Do you think that things will ever be the same? Or do you think we will have definitely a new normal to where everybody's six feet away all the time, or you're gonna have the ones that are six feet, and you're gonna have the ones like, oh y'all weird because y'all scared I, of the corona. So I think I think once it, so, one there's always going to be those anti-vaxxers, people who right. are just are completely against vaccines. Right. So you know that it is what it is. Uh, two, I think that um, I think that. When it comes, when it when people get the vaccine and it's an actual proven work, doctors have. See, I don't. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna wait until European physicians give the okay because they think differently. There's no big. There's no big pharma over in Europe. So when a European doctor or physician's like, "All right, cool, this is this is good. We can give it out to our citizens." Then I'll be like, "All right, cool. I want, I want that one." Because there's, no, Pfizer, there's Pfizer right now, right? Is it Pfizer? Well, I mean, there's, like, there's, there's a bunch of them. There's Pfizer, John, uh, Johnson Moderna. and Johnson. Uh, well, there's Pfizer, Moderna, and uh, AstraZeneca. I thought uh, Johnson and Johnson was getting into that too. They were, but I think I I think they had to they put pause. Pfizer is seeking emergency FDA approval. Uh-huh. Uh AstraZeneca and Moderna. Uh, I think they I think they said that theirs was ninety five or ninety four point five something something like that as well. Um, but once like, again, if a European physician or somebody like over there says it, then cool, I'll take it. Mm. Uh, until then, you know, I mean, hell, the only reason why I wouldn't take it when an American doctor says it is because like, look at, um, look at, look at what the food companies like tell you, they, they give you all this processed food and they're like, it's okay. 
and then they're like there's companies like the American Heart Association versus like um, the you know American Cancer Society. They say two conflicting different things. Um, you're like, oh, you can have trans fats. Trans fats are bad. Uh, you know, you should eat saturated fats. Oh, saturated fats are bad. And you're like, okay, well, can I eat this avocado or not? Like, right. Right. So it's like, which is it? It, it? If I eat an avocado every day, am I getting like my healthy fats or is that eventually going to, you know, give me, you know, heart plaque <laughs> later down the road? And you're like, what? That's so tough, man. And we, we sit up here and we talk about that. And I think that's why we kind of get it. We got into the, um, the Mediterranean way of like eating, just trying to, uh, I, I don't know if I've shed it so much. Uh, from like working out, doing, I wasn't doing like a lot of crazy cardio. I started doing yoga. Um, the best. Cause I messed up some uh some 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 vertebrates. I messed up some ales in my back. <laughs> so I have three ales in my back that are not where they need to, and I got a dish yeah. bulge. So I was like, okay, I need to learn how to relax and then get into my yoga. Right. So um we got into yoga and we got into like the whole Mediterranean way of eating. And I know they use a lot of uh, arugula, they use a lot of olive oil, uh, we have like a lot of olives, um, it's some acidity in there, and so I've been trying to go. I've been trying to really figure out how to work in the whole alkaline diet because I've been really listening to Dr. Sabi. I've been oh, seeing yeah. it more. So I'm trying to understand how to cleanse my body, like detox. And I went to the mind first. And that's why I went to the psychology. Uh, started watching some documentaries on Netflix, uh, one called Heal. Okay. Um, another one with Gwyneth Paltrow's company called Goop. Oh, yeah, the Goop um, Life. Really got into that real strong. It's like, well, I just started trying to understand why our bodies are, you know what I'm saying, not where they need to be. Right. Um, watch the documentary, oddly enough, it said that our poop is the worst. Our ancestors' poop, they were digging in Mexico. They were digging. They found, like, bones and fossils and stuff like that, and then they found, like, actual feces, and they yeah. tested that. Mexican girl, very intrigued to find poop. I thought that was beautiful. That was her job to find that. Sure. And she finds it and she talks about how pure the enzymes are today in that poop because of what they were eating back then. It didn't have processed, it wasn't sure. processed at all. And I'm like, bro, where are we? Nobody what are we eating. Yeah, nobody eats a that's why that's why I personally appreciate a person like Joe Rogan who has doctors and specialists on his podcast. Uh, who talk about, you know, whether you choose to do the carnivore diet. Um, I know you or, talk about that. Or yeah. whether you choose to, like, go out, like, he, Joe Rogan hunts his own. It was hunt, right. You talking about that. Was it a boar? It was well, some he, he... He does elk, deer. I, I think it was you elk. know, You know, in Texas, you can go... Uh, there's no tag limit on the amount of wild boars and wild pigs that you can get. Did you know Cause that? Because it's, it's, it, it's too... Uh, Michael there's Bauman too used to talk about that. Yeah, there's too many, at least around here in Dallas. So you can literally just go get a tag. Um, I don't even think, you know what? I don't think you need a tag. I think if you, I think if there's a, a, a wild boar out and about, you can, there's no uh, limit. So um, yeah, dude, that's, but see, the thing is, then you got to go have them, then you got to pay to have the meat tested, make sure, you know, there's no, it's not, you know, dying. Or break down, right. It's not it's, dying yeah, of some right. crazy, and I mean, like, you know, there was... The, I didn't know it was free game like that, though. I, I didn't know that. It's not everything. It's not everything. It's only, I believe, wild boars, because you can go up to the wood, the grasslands uh, and go hunting for, like, if you want some deer, uh, but I mean, there's no there's no big, mature bulls, because that's normally what you want to kill. 
I always freak out and see whenever I see people like kill like the the baby, like the female, like the does and like the very small, um, the small ones. And I'm like the small. It's pointless. Yeah, there was I mean, no point. I mean, I mean, there is a point. I mean, it's it's meat and, you know, you know, it's healthy and sustainable. But, you know, they're they're babies. They're, they're right in there. They haven't even formed. Like, yeah. I mean, especially when they have like the when they have their antlers, they're like a two by two. It has like like one little small one and like a little small mm-hmm. one breaking off and there's like two. Right. Yeah. It's that to me that I don't understand that. Like, cool. Pay the extra money. Do the, do it right. If you're going to go hunting for something, go get the biggest, you know, mature. If you right. don't see one, yes. you know, let it go. I mean, people go dove hunting. I mean, Hey, I, I'm, you know, that's not for me. You know, I'm not about shooting birds out the air. Yeah, I, don't really I mean, I've done it. I mean, I've done it before. I've gone with a UFC fighter. We've gone out shooting, hunting, you know, whatever. Um, but, you know, it's just it's just not for me. But um, I don't know how we got to start talking about. That. Oh, we were talking about Rogan. Yeah, yeah. I, meat. Yeah, that's I think that's the best way to. Uh, I think that's the best way to be because, you know, that meat came from your freshness. From, yeah, there's no process in it. Uh, then you could just, you can grow. I, I've been really interested in wanting to grow a garden. I can't do it here in, in where I'm currently living. There's no space for it. Mm. But I really would like to end up planting zucchini and squash. Look at you. And, okay. Like, I mean, like, because, you know. Why not? I, well, where I currently live, it's not. No, no, no I'm just saying, like, the, I, I wish more people kind of got into, like, the whole agriculture, like, really growing their own. Um, my wife's brother, he grew his own garden. It, it took a while. My man was like really working on it. And he had all kinds of shit back there. Man. Yeah. All kinds of herbs. I'm, and me getting getting back into like cooking and watching these cooking shows. I'm like, yo, I need, I, I need my spices and my yeah. herbs. And I was like, yo, you got it right outside. Yeah. I never, I didn't think, I, I don't know. I just got so used to like the store-bought. So I've never had, um, I've never had any freshly killed meat in my life. Really? Like, never. So I don't even know. When I see people like eat that, I'll be like, bro, is it gamey? Because I watch no, these. It de- see, it depends. Um, it depends on one, what you what you kill, but two, um, how it's prepared. So if you go out hunting and you go get you like a, like a, uh, a deer, some venison, um, mm-hmm. normally – Cause it's usually winter time. Like when they're in the rut, which is their mating season, which is usually when you want to go get one of the, the bigger mature bulls. Mm-hmm. Cause he's, you know, trying to have babies. Um, right. So anyway, you, you go out in the, you go out in the rut, you go get them. Um, obviously it's going to take you a while to carry. I mean, you're talking about a 200 pound, 300 pound Ooh. animal. You got to break, you got to do what's called field dressing. You got to break it down in there. You got to pack it out in your backpack and then you got to carry it back to camp and, Obviously, if it's just you by yourself, it's going to take you a couple of trips. Mm-hmm. Um, but you got to let you got to let the meat cool overnight. So usually, if you can like get it all in one, uh, usually you would just hang it up or put it in bags and hang it up on, like on a tree, uh, mm-hmm. let it cool overnight, and then in the morning you would break it down uh, and then take it to a butcher to have them test the meat, make sure it's good. Um, and then have them break it down into like the backstrap, the tenderloins, you know, sirloins, you know, just the different you could cuts. Probably of eat on that for a while, though. I, that yeah. Breakdown. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you can, dude, you can make sausage out of it and all this other. You can make 
whatever. Um, right, okay, right, right. Depending on how big it is, um, I've never hunt elk, um, but Rogan on his podcast has said many times uh, a 400-pound elk will at least last him a solid year, maybe more. What? Yeah. I mean, dude, think about it. 400 pounds of meat. Of food, right. Like, and that's just one person, but yeah, he has a family of, I think, five, including a stepdaughter. Um, wow. Dude, I mean, it, it. depending on who's eating it, it could last you forever. Like, See, I, bro, I, I knew nothing about that. Uh, I, I had a, a, a science teacher back in the day. He used to always talk about, like, hunting deer. That was, like, his thing. Yeah. Um, he was... That that was just definitely his thing. He always like fell into a story about he was like hunting deer, and so he brought some. And I was like, oh man. And I remember I was in high school and I was like, bro, I try new things. And I tried it. Um, and it was in sausage form. Yeah. And I tried it and I was like, oh, that's a different saltiness. It's like a dead, and it was bro, he, I'm talking about fresh, fresh. Yeah. My man was like, bro, this is like last week. We we got this big boy. And I was yeah. like, bro. You killed some, you fucking animal. So I it just looking at him, I was like, bro, y'all eat that. It was good. I bet it was good though, right? It was it was different. It was sausage like, and I was like, I I don't mentally know if I could eat it knowing that I know what it is, but nigga on some crackers in this bitch, not knowing, I probably would have <laughs> smashed it. Just not her match. Yeah, I probably would have smashed it, but yeah, I knew what it was. And that that made me, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe I wasn't in the best mood with that. When I was nine or 10, we went to Mississippi with, yeah. my, mom, with my mom's best friend. And uh, they had, they had, uh, they had just, I guess they had just killed it. Uh, they had just made some like turkey sausage. I'm sorry, not turkey, mm. some venison sausage. Right, right. I'm 33 and I still remember because that was the very first time I had, I still remember the taste. I, I do too. Oh yeah, vividly remember it, and that's why I like. And that I think that's one of the reasons why I ended up starting to like cooking, uh, just because it's just you know, I mean, that's just, just that fl- the flavor that came from it. But yeah, I've been wanting to, uh, I've been wanting to go bow hunting, um, mm. and just you know, go out because I mean you know bow hunting season at least here in Texas. I mean you you're, you live here. Um, yeah. It's in. It starts in uh, mid to late November and then goes close to uh, almost January. So, so I, I, wow! I I've never even been camping. That's the first. I don't get out much. I'm, like I said, I'm from hood. I ain't. Get out. <laughs> I I have this love hate thing with camping. Camping's cool, um, but I just there's something about being out. I've I'm, I'm I'm lately I've been on this kick. Like I want to move when i'm older oh when i started the conversation yeah i want to yeah. i want to move to like montana or at least just montana house, or at least have just a house there you know because right. you know sometimes sometimes there's something there's something peaceful about being in nature i was Laura uh, talk about that a lot yeah, yeah there's i mean there, I, there's some you know your wife's from new mexico mm-hmm. um when albuquerque, i went to them cabins and all that when shit, I went she to Al- always- yeah when i went to albuquerque uh, to visit my friend Michelle Waterson, um, she in driving because I drove driving in. As soon as you get there, and you see the mountains. It just makes you feel different. Laura talk about that all the time, bro. And I saw that from South Dallas on a plane 
I hit that and I look up and I was like, they got mountains. Yeah. Covered in snow. Yeah. It's it's something. I don't know what it is, but something about being yeah. very close and like connected to a mountain. I'm like, okay. It's so from what I was from what I was watching, they they talked about like your um the once again it goes back to like the psychology of it, man. Uh, I was reading an article where it was talking about how as as humans we're supposed to have our feet yeah. on earth. Yes. I never and I was like, what what does that mean? And they talked about nature. They talk about having your your feet planted, mm-hmm. no socks, no shoes. It, and it does something to us. Mm-hmm. It regulates something, bro. That blow my mind. I was like, what am I reading? Yeah. Have you have think about it? When you were a kid and you're running around and you run around barefoot. Endless. On, but I mean, not on, I mean, I don't know if it's just me, but to me, standing on cement barefoot, obviously it can't be a Texas, you know, 100 degree day, but like just a normal, like, I don't know, 80 degree day and it's nice and cool. There's not, the cement, if I got to stand, when I stand in grass, I feel something a lot different. I feel it's, more rooted and grounded because. Yes, you know, that's a thing. Like, yeah, like if I'm st- like, I can walk outside to my garage walk down my driveway to go get some, the mail or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, feel, Hey, cool. You know, it's, it's breezy. It's beautiful outside. But mm-hmm. if I step in the grass, I just it's have all, this, I just yeah. get this, like, <laughs> kind of feeling. It's a whole different vibe. You're right, yeah. bro. That's crazy. It is that's something. Cr- it's something about being like that. And that's why I like camping. But you know, again, you got to deal with the so bugs and you got kids and you know, like yeah, it, I know that's gonna be that's gonna be all kinds of crazy, but it, it's it's something with nature, man. Like I'm trying to change, I'm trying to get out more, man. The quarantine, I feel like right at the line, everybody had plans, and then quarantine hit, and then like bro, that whole year, yeah, got I don't know erased or it made you reevaluate what's imp- what's important. Like Everything. we didn't, we didn't get back. Like we, <clears throat> excuse me, we got off topic on it. But did you ask me earlier if I think that we'll go back to uh, how it was previously? I don't. I think the answer is twofold. I think yes and no. I think, like I was trying to say, the anti-vaxxers will, you know, they're gonna do their thing. So you'll always be in the back of your mind wondering, um, is you know, is this person you know vaccinated? Cause how are you gonna know unless they do what the you know what those like re- crazy QAnon people are saying and like implant trackers and you know that's a whole thing by itself. But I, I do, just learned about that too. But yeah, I don't I don't know if that's that's okay. Anyway, I'm gonna digress on that for a second. Uh, but I do think that yes, we will get back to it. And I've noticed this. So I was quarantined in my house from January through like middle October. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm sorry. March through middle October. And, you know, I at first when it first hit was ordering everything wasn't leaving. It wasn't until maybe August where I was like, okay, and my kids, you know, school was starting, you know, we had to go pick up laptops, blah, blah. Um, Right. It wasn't until then where I'm like, okay. And so regardless if I go to the grocery store or if I have the food delivered, uh, I'm I still got to sanitize it. But, you know, mask orders now in place. OK, um, everybody has to technically wear a mask. So 
that will cut down on the spread. So I feel a little bit better about going out. But I've noticed that my mood since for those other months where it was just in the house always, my mood mm-hmm. was, I was just I was a, not a pleasant person to be around because mm. I was always I was constantly depressed. I had to start therapy because I was so depressed as being an extrovert. Um, you know, I had the podcast, but that's an hour, you know, every week talking to somebody or sometimes it'd be just me by myself. Right. So I really didn't get that chance to truly express myself. Uh, but when you go out in public, you you get that recharge. Even though you don't know people, you get a little bit of a recharge from people. You're right. You're right. And so I'm like, okay, I can I can do this. And then after that, uh, now then I had to start going back into my work office, mm-hmm. um, like just every other week, and that gave me a little bit more of a boost. But at the same time, I've noticed um, that wow. I'm more I'm more aware of people. And what they're doing. Like if I'm sitting there with like headphones on and I can hear somebody cough, I'm more aware of (laughs) where like this is real talk. I'm more of aware like, okay, cool. The air is on. So if the air is like going up and the particles are coming down, like is it shifting towards me? Because, you know, like, you know, but this is like after I hear somebody have a conversation to say uh, my, you know, my kid's school is filled with COVID and, you know, they had to send my my son home. God, for whatever to reason. even hear that yeah so you know it's stuff like that where i'm like uh okay then i'm then right. i'm just more i'm not like afraid but i'm more aware of right all right and then I, you the know, awareness is strong but that's that's what i think i think eventually we will get back to normal but i think that the pandemic has now made people more aware like all right cool i gotta wash my hands more you know i go to walmart I touch all this stuff. Yeah. Eating fries and shit. Yeah. There's, I mean, there's no, there's no more, there's no COVID, there's no COVID at the moment. So, um, but you know, I touched this box and this, I just saw this little snotty nosed kid run around and you know, he was touching stuff. So now I gotta be more aware. I gotta like sanitize. And I think, I think it'll give people better cleaning habits. So maybe that'll possibly cut down on the spread of flu. Maybe it won't. I don't know. Right, just looking at my boys, them being five, and I see as they sit up there and they play the Nintendo Switch, and they pick their nose, mm-hmm. and they go back to the controller, and then they run to me and they ask me for snacks. <laughs> it's like, think about that's ten times over at the school. I, oh, I know sure. it is, bro. Sure. And it's and it's like, damn, I, I my my boys do homeschool, so it, it's. I, I just couldn't send my boys to school, man. Hey. I, I sent the I sent the girls back to school. I'm scared, man. It's well, so for little kids is different because little kids don't technically have to wear masks. Like through age ten, you don't have to. So like in my in my my youngest daughter's school, uh, they you see like little kids run around, and so like before she gets out of the car, I'm like, hey, mask on. Like sometimes she'll get out the car and then put I'm like, no, no, no. Yeah, even though it's outside, there's little kids running by you without it. Just just put it on. And then, uh, oh man. Then watching the C like going to the CDC's website, it's the worst thing you could possibly do. It's well that see that you shouldn't probably do that. That's a little bit of fear mongering. You probably shouldn't do that. I 
can't help it, damn it. Just like I clicked on them feet, I clicked on the <laughs> CDC. <laughs> This, and, then, and then next thing I know, bro, I get the scrolling and I get the reading what what to do, and just it's a, it's a lot, it's a lot. And I like you talk about going through something while being in quarantine. I'm like, yeah, I I know what that's like. I I felt it. I felt like I just couldn't get right. I was like, bro, this is it's mm-hmm. so much. I'm constantly cleaning the repetition of it every day. I'm just losing it. And I'm like, bro, this is this is tough. That's why and then I, I go to my stories and I see yeah. pouring up bottles and shit. Yeah. And I'm like, I mean, bro. I mean, see the thing is, so back to what I was saying, I think that one, I would not be hanging out with people like like that. Um, but I do think it's good to like go to a park and you know, like have like your friend, you know, I mean, maybe not let your kids play on the actual equipment. Um, right. But get out. yeah, it's good. You know, just kick a soccer ball around, play a little basketball, you know, throw the football. You know, I mean, I think that's good because you see other people, you see families, you're in nature, you feel good. You know, things are yeah. things are happening. You know, being trapped in your house. dude. I, I can tell you from personal experience, being trapped in your house for however, you know, a couple months, it just it does something to your mind, man. It it literally changed my it changed me personally. It changed how my mind was working. Like I was depressed all the time. I was like, and then I would like have to pull it together. And like for like an hour a week, I'd have to like pull it together and then record a podcast. Be silly, be funny. Bro, um, I need to do this more, but yeah, I do. Yeah. Cause just listening to you talk about that, I feel like all of us need at that point, you you really need someone to talk to, but you really need someone that you can trust. And sure. I've been the same way you look at doctors. I was like skeptical about like psychiatrists. Dude, so and was I. Sent, and so I've always been in that, that little gray area. Like, bro, I don't really know. I don't really know, man. I think and it's, it's I think it's a black thing. Like, I mean, that, that sounds really. You probably right. But Fuck that. yeah, but yeah. it's I think I think African-Americans in general do not trust uh, someone working on your mind i mean it's not even working on your mind to like from for me my therapist i mean we just we just talk about life we talk about you know we talk about life we talk about love we talk about you know finding better purpose in you know what is what is the purpose how do you like if you earn a relationship how do you heal you know from past traumas and you know it's just you know things that your mind works on and processes it's like okay how does this, how does this, how can I be the best version of myself? Because if anything, quarantine has taught us, or at least taught me, I can't speak for everybody, but t- taught me is that I I like myself, I love myself, but there's parts of myself that I am not a fan of, and I need to be better at that. Mm. So how do I be the best version of myself? Oh, I, I, I could not figure that out on my own. So yeah, of course I need to reach out to somebody and, um, and talk to them, which is, you know, I had a very hard, I had a very hard time initially because I mean, it takes time to find somebody that you actually can trust. I, right. I had a lady initially, there's an old, I thought my, my initial thought was it's an older lady. Um, okay. Yeah. In a, 
initially my thought was I have an there was an older lady that I had and I was like, okay. She was okay. We did a couple times. She just didn't understand. That's the apple. You got a line. Like yeah. I gotta. She didn't under. She just didn't understand. Like, cause I was like kind of close to the George Floyd stuff. She didn't understand. She's like, oh, the protests, you know. And she kind of was like putting her spin on trying to make me feel better, but like trying to also be like, I don't understand it. I'm like, okay, well, you're not for me. Mm, then it, you know, right. now now the lady that I'm with, she's. She's close to, I think she's either my age or close to my age. So she understands and we can just, you know, it's like having oh, a friend, wow. you know, it's right. not having like that judgmental older person, but right. You know, that old way of thinking yeah, is like, it's like nah, some different things. Yeah, going on. Somebody who, you know, is, is close to your age that you can talk to talk about. So who knows? <sighs> it's a lot going on, man, but I, I'm one, I'm glad that you're getting better. Uh, I'm glad that you, you know, seek like a therapist. Like I said, it, it's something that I've thought about. I like to, being a Pisces, I always like to be like my own therapist. I always try to like help people and try to like listen and see if I can like find the, the breakdown of it. Um, but I know sometimes the helper needs help too. So I think the stage that I am at in my life, it, it I, I hear that more often than not. And I'm like, why is that keep coming up? Yeah. Because my cousin, he's in uh, Chicago. He talks about being really excited um, to go to his first session. I'm like, wow, you know, we're here right now. And we're yeah. definitely here due to, you know, COVID. But we are here, man. And I yeah. used to think like, damn, why does everybody have like these? Why are we having these these mental hurdles? I feel like it. I, I feel like it was an epidemic. Like everybody was having like mental hurdles. But I, it just... It just really, like 2020 really showed me one, like we were not talking about politics enough because even in school and at your job, it's always shush. Don't talk about it. It's going to start a fight. Well, why do we fight? It's the lack of communication and the lack of understanding. Mm-hmm. Uh, people feel strong in their views. I just like to listen. I like to have a better understanding of why you think the way that you, you do at the end of it. Um, and I think sometimes people don't give that opportunity a chance. We completely... It don't it don't work in my favor, so it's not for me. So I'm gonna cancel yours out. However, you whatever you dealing with, they could be like your political fight. It don't bother me. You do yeah. your own thing, but my candidate is better than your candidate. Now we going out for teams. Yeah. I just feel like the communication is not there. I think with the elect, I think with the election this this time around, we noticed that um, every Trump. I can say for my the people around me, it was not that they like Trump himself. It was that they're a Republican, and so now they're just voting party lines. They're they're like, all right, cool. Trump is the Republican head. We want a conservative government. Blah blah blah. This is our guy. This is our man. Because I mean, they're not you know they're not the wild people who are like the Proud Boys who are you know going around starting stuff. They're not neo Nazis. They're not Klansmen. You know, but that's the Lincoln Project, though. I, I even see that as being different. Those are the Lincoln Project people that are... Oh, you're talking about the libs? Yeah, that are... Do you, do you follow the Lincoln Project? I don't follow. I know what they are. I don't follow them. Mm. So it's like, it's like I, from what I've learned, mind you, I'm still learning everything from what, what I take from it. It looks like another Republican Party, right? And so the like the GOP and whatnot, it looks like it's going down. Like everybody turned on each other. Like it's, it's, it's a lot of chaos that's going on with that. 
And you have the Lincoln Project, which I, I forget, I think the, the Kellyanne Conway's husband is over that. Mm. I, I, I believe yeah. that it's, it's some weird, it's, it's some weird like that, but they don't like Trump, you know? And, sure. and they always posted all this stuff about Trump. And then it's like, wow, now I see like these two Republican parties fight each other. I had never seen it in my lifetime. And I was like, what is going on? Why is everybody fighting? So yeah. bro, with the views and, and how they like look at Trump, I see that there's Republicans that follow the Lincoln Project and their views. But then I also see it's a group of individuals who follow Trump or followers. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Just I like him of who he is this person mm-hmm. so I follow and I support and I'm like bro that's the president yeah. talking like that yeah it's uh it's if if any if anything you now see the clear distinction between people who can be easily brainwashed and people who mm-hmm. can't be people who just are like I said or just straight republican who say this is me this is what I align with I want to I want my government to you know separate church and state. I want them to be conservative when it comes to, you know, uh, abortion. I want them to be uh, open when it comes to my second amendment. This is what I want. And, uh, you know, hey, great, all power to you. Or you see the opposite where it's like, all right, you got Joe Biden and you got Kamala Harris and you're like, okay, well, um, you know, that's, that's the opposite. So, you know, and it's like, you got some people who are like myself who, fall down the middle of both you know i'm you know i'm conservative in some areas i'm liberal in some other areas and that's just that's just me laura speaks like that she she speaks like that a lot of time and she you know like i said man still learning black guy south dallas like my views have always been like a certain you know way because of people around me so when i finally had time to kind of see it myself like i hear my wife talk about uh, where, you know, she di- she does have some conservative ways where she see things, you know, it's just it's certain sure. things. And she also looks at the like uh, the Democrats and she see how they do things. And I'm like, OK, now I have to in order for me to like really like understand, I look at both sides. I see the person at the top on, on, on this side and I see what they're doing. And I look at the person on this side and I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah. What is what is are we? I don't know. It just morally. It, it, that's just not something I could um, endorse. Yeah, it, and it's uh, it's just just being divided like that. It's just crazy seeing those numbers. You know what I'm saying? And like Cornell West said in his 50 years, he had never seen anything like this. The change, the growth, the the, the protest, the um, the Black Lives Matter movement. Mm-hmm. Uh, George Floyd, bro. The the amount of people in the street. He was just like he had never seen it in his lifetime. And this man has seen some shit. No, oh, sure. Yeah, West and seen some shit. So I'm yeah. like, for him to say that, it's changing. It's people. I feel like people are listening because we're so close. I f- because that line is so close. I think it's more people listening and more people changing. And that's why they talk about the progressives, um, their way of thinking. Um, I, I'm trying to look at all parties to see like what the fuck is going on. Yeah. So I do think. I also think we'll that it has to. I think it has to do with um, the kids. The children, like the eight oh, year like, Laura speaks about this. Like, you just, you, you, when you grow up in a way where, you know, when you're 14 in 2016, you see the way that Obama ran, you know, how your parents were acting. And right. now you see 
how Trump is and you have four years of that and you turn 18 and you're like, well, I don't, I didn't like any of that. But you know, mm-hmm. it's just your way that your mind thinks and you're like, okay, well, let me, let me vote my way. You know, it may be different than my parents. Like, I mean, Kellyanne Conway's daughter, she voted for Biden. I saw, the, yeah, I saw the Snapchat when she was, you know, talking about it when they got COVID. I, was, yeah, I, I don't, you know, she doesn't, you know, she doesn't align with what her mom believes and, you know, but, you know, that's just, that's just how families are these days, you know, and it causes arguments and stuff like that. So, <laughs> but I didn't see that coming between them two. Like, I didn't see, I didn't know her daughter very much. I only saw it because of when uh, she had got COVID. Her daughter was on Snap and she was doing all that stuff. Yeah. And uh, when she said that she was voting, but I did not see that coming. I was like, wow, your daughter. Yeah. I mean, it makes your it makes your mom look foolish, but I mean, also then it makes it look like she's a smart a, a smart individual that she right. her, her parents raised her to be an independent thinker, to be a person with her own morals and her own values, and they may not line up with what her mother and her you know with her mother agrees with, but hey, whatever. The world is crazy. The world is crazy, and on that crazy note, let's wrap this thing up, man. Man, I enjoyed myself, man. Like I said, bro, we really, I need to do this more often. Sure. Like, if we're going to sit up here and just, like, have these conversations, we need this type of therapy. Just shit as black dudes, man, to just sit up and just, like, really talk about, like, what's going on. I Even the mental struggles between you and I, I didn't know they were so close. Yeah. Would have never mean, known that. You know what I'm saying? I didn't know it was. You don't really, I mean, some of that stuff, you know, you don't really talk about with people. I mean, it, you should, but you usually don't. I, uh. Right, we should. I just don't, I don't personally, I, now I'm getting to the point where I'm like, all right, cool. I can, I can talk to somebody about this. Uh, but normally, you know, you just don't, but I mean, it is nice. I've always been that friend who always tries to keep up with people from the past and just, just, you know, send a text like, Hey, thinking about you, making sure you're okay. Making sure life is good. You it know, goes and a long I think, way. yeah, I think, and even, you know, even though I might, it, I did that with, uh, I did with that with our friend Benson. Mm-hmm. I, uh, you know, I ain't talked to B in a while. See, man. yeah, see, it's stuff like that. He, he pops in the like, you know, pops in the brain. You're doing something, reminds you, like, oh man, I wonder how he's doing. Send a text mm-hmm. like, hey, hope all's well. Um, I mean, same thing goes like. Uh, I'll tell you after. I'll tell you about this other person after we get off. But um, yeah, it's you know, you just gotta you gotta ch- check on your friends. They say check on your strong friends. Um, because no one really ever checks on them. So right. yeah, check on your strong friends and your weak friends too. Yeah. Care about your weak friends, check on your strong friends. Yeah. And there's that. But I, I, I always appreciate the time and to sit up and always. talk to you, man. Damn good podcast, bro. I, I, like I said earlier, I wish nothing but amazing success for this podcast. I Thank want you man. to do good, dude. You've been, we didn't have them Apple days. I <laughs> photography days. Bro, you do a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like you I try. Lot, man. Thank and you. it's good work though too, big homie. Thank like you. I mean that shit. So. Thank you. I appreciate oh, it. Blessings to you, bro. Appreciate it, man. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll uh see you next I week. Think, yeah.